Today's daf is Ksubis daf nun zayin, and we are 20 lines from the bottom of daf nun vav omnid beis tanya. Today's daf is being learned. Le'ilu nishmas chayim alazar ben yibadal chayim rib shimshen aryeh. So we're still in the midst of discussing the first Mishnah of Perak Afalpi, specifically the third of the three halachas that were stated by the Mishnah in the beginning of Perak and that is the machloikis between Rameir and Rab Yehuda, regarding a husband and a wife, they agree to get married, they understand there's a chi of ksuba, however, the husband doesn't want to give the full ksuba, and the woman is agreeable not to receive the full ksuba. The problem is, there's a din. There has to be ksuba. So there was an etza. The etza was that the woman is going to be meichel, part of the ksuba. As a result, through the mechanism of mechila, which works throughout chayshemishpat, maybe that's a way to circumvent the basic obligation for there to be ksuba. So the question is, does that work or does that not work? And in the Mishnah was a machloikis between Ramei and Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda said for sure, And like this, through the process of mechila, it's going to work. Ramei argued, and he said that even though mechila works in Kalatai Rakula, for any obligation, it doesn't matter what it is, you could be meichel, the nizik could be meichel, the mazik and the malva could be meichel, the loiva. But a woman cannot be meichel, the husband, the obligation of ksuba. In fact, Rameir said, We said yesterday, it's not harezu keilu ba'al bilosnos. Mayor says there has to be an outstanding chayv of at the beer minimum masayim for a besula and a mana for an almana. And the Gemara was mavur a little bit why Rameir holds what he holds. And that is, Rameir feels that in the event that a woman knows that if the husband wants to give her a get, it's not going to be very costly. In her mind, she thinks that at any moment that get might come. And if that's the case, the bilois aren't really being done with the das, that she's a married woman who's being nivela to her husband. And on some level, we view it as a bilos nos, and that's really where Rameir is coming from when he said, I raise you bilos nos. In fact, the Gemara said that being that that's the svar of Rameir, I'll tell you even a bigger chiddush. Even if the husband and the wife sat together and they worked out a transaction, they made a tonight, for example, where they thought maybe that would be effective to where the husband wouldn't have the full obligation of the ksuba. It turns out that it didn't even work. But thus alone that there was a conversation and they wrote up a shtar, kol was the diak of the Gemara. Even if it's not lamaisa, meaning even if really he has the full obligation. But in and of itself, the, the, this idea that they went about some motion to try to minimize what the amount of the ksuba is going to be, that enough for a mayor would be to say that harizu bilosnos. Now one of the diukim that the Gemara made in yesterday's daf, in the famous and epic Ksubis daf nun vav, was that even Rabbi Yehuda that says mechil works, but it has to be in writing. So why would it have to be in writing? And the Gemara said that 
Even though Rabbi Yehuda holds you could be Masa Masha Kosovatari, but Dovish have a moment, that's only by Dina De Raisa. But by the Rabbanans, you can't counterintuitively. This is one of the places in Shas where you find Chacham and Masu Chizak Ledevreim, Yoiser Michel Taira. Stating that, as we're about to see now, the Gemara is going to bring a Braisa. The Braisa is going to introduce a third Shita into the discussion. And this third Shita, and really the three Shitas, are going to be Malavas. Until the Mishnah on Daphnun Zayin Amaralaf, another classic Mishnah and classic Sugi here in Perakafalpi. But either way, the Gemara begins very much where it left off yesterday, albeit with a Brisa that adds another Shita to this equation. So, the Gemara Tanya, we learned to the Brisa, Rameyo, Emir Rameyo says, Kola Poiches, Lubsulami Masayim, Ula Almona Mimana, Harezu Bilas Nos. Anytime there's a husband and a wife that's standing under the Chuppah, and there's a Ksuba, but the Ksuba is less than Masayim, so it's for a Basula, it's less than a Mana for an Almona, it's going to be considered a Bilas Nos. Rabbi Yosi, Emir Rabbi Yosi says, Rashoi. Rabbi Yosi says, No, if they want to, they can. Rabbi Yehuda Aimer, Rabbi Yehuda says, Ratsa Kaisa Lubsula Shtar Shal Masayim, Vikoy Seves Lai Skabalti Mamcha Mano, Ula Mano Mano, Vikoy Seves Lai Skabalti Mamcha Chamishim Zos. So there's three shitas in this price. The first shita is Rameyah Shita, Kalapoichas Lubsula Mimasayim, Ula Mano Mano, Reza Bilaznos, that's Rameyah in the Mishnah, verbatim. The third shita is Rabbi Yehuda, Ratsa Kaisa Lubsula Shtar Shal Masayim, Vikoy Seves Lai Skabalti Mamcha Mano Vechulu, that's Rabbi Yehuda's shita in the Mishnah, again, verbatim. What's this additional shita? It's the third shita, but in the Bryce, it's the second shita, Rabbi Yossi. Rabbi Yossi, Oimer, Rashoi. And the way Rashi explains Rabbi Yossi's shita, and the way it's going to be very clear from the sugya, Rabbi Yossi holds that you could be moichel. It's okay for there to be a ksuba that's less than Masayim and Mona, respectively. But whereas Rabbi Yehuda says you need it in writing, Rabbi Yossi disagrees with that premise, and he says, quoting Rashi, Va'afilu alpeh, Nami In other words, Rabbi Yossi holds like Rabbi Yehuda, not like Rameyer. That there's no Allah of Arezu Bilasnos if the Ksuba is going to be less than the minimum amount prescribed by Chazal. But whereas Rabbi Yehuda said that the only way to circumvent it is through a Mechila Biksav. Why? Because even though Master Masha Kasabatoyer Bedavish Abba Mamin Tanai Kain Bachacham Masu Chizal Kedivreim Yosim Yishal Toyer and he holds Ksubas the Rabban and Rabbi Yosi argues with that Shlokel Toyer and Rabbi Yosi also doesn't have to be necessarily in writing but this is something you could do Balpe as well Zokti Gemara Let's analyze now Shitas Rabbi Yosi This other Rabbi Yosi Rashi Is that true that Rabbi Yosi holds its mutter to be Moichel and you could even do it Alpe you could do it with Tanai for example Remini I'll ask you a Kashna from another Brisa Ein Oisin Ksubas Ishem Etaltlin Mipnei Tikkun a man is not allowed to be miyachet, metaltum that he owns, and designate them as the collateral, the security for the outstanding ksuba that he owns his wife. So if a husband wants to identify some asset of his, that this is going to be where the woman is going to collect the ksuba from, that's something you're allowed to do. But that thing can't be metaltalin. And the reason is, So if you look at Rashi, Rashi says, what tikkun ha'olam is. But based on the Maskana Zagamaru, what tikkun ha'olam is going to mean is that there's a concern that it may get lost. Karka doesn't go anywhere. It's nichsi deloy naidi. It doesn't move. As opposed to metaltalin, it's something that could be stolen. It's something that can get lost. And as a result, we don't want that what's backing this ksuba is going to be something that can maybe get lost. Um, Rabbi, Yossi, Rabbi Yossi commented on this b'risa very cryptically. He said, What's the tikkun ha'olam? The value of metaltalin are not fixed. 
Upoichsen. And not just that, they depreciate. They go down in value. As opposed to Karka, which are Ktsuvim, the value of Karka apparently was more fixed. Upoichsen, and they appreciate in value, as opposed to depreciating in value. So the Tanakama said that you can't use Metalpolin as a backing for a Ktsuvim. Why? Because of something that's not perfect about metalpolin. Rabbi Yossi seems to argue, what are you talking about? And then what did he do? He mentioned two additional reasons why it's not maybe to use metalpolin. Number one, they're ink suvin. You don't really know how much that works. You're assuming that, yeah, it's fair market value relative to the ksuba, but you don't really know what it's worth. And not just that peichsim, by the time she collects the ksuba, it may be worth less money. Karka will appreciate. This is something that's going to appreciate. So the Gemara asked, Tanakam and Nami ain't noisin kamar. What's Rabbi Yossi arguing? The Tanakhama said, Ein oisin mipnei tikkun oilam. And Rabbi Yossi just seems to be supporting the argument of the Tanakhama, but at the same time arguing, because he said, What's going on over there? Is there machoikis? There's no machoikis. Samar says, We have to do a little bit of surgery over here. You have to say as follows, that the Tanakhama said you can't use a ksuba you can't use metaltolin as collateral for Ksubasisha. Why? And the Tanakama added the following words. But Medvarmer, when is this? Shubash like with all of That's only if the husband, in addition to providing the metaltolin as security, he didn't take upon himself a, a more general guarantee that he's going to make sure the Ksuba is taken care of. I will keep it all of But in the event that he was Makabal Achrayas, then you could. Meaning, if he's not being Makabal Achrayas, the only thing she's going to have to collect from is this. So then, don't use it. Why not? Because it may get lost, it may be stolen. But if he's taking on a general Achrayas, anyways, then we don't care as much. Even if you were Makabal Achrayas, it still shouldn't be okay. Why? Because even if it doesn't get lost, I'm still not so happy with this being what she's going to ultimately collect from. Because the dollar amount, is not fixed, and they go down in value. In other words, we have a machloikis here between Rabbi Yossi and the Chachamim. If a husband wants to take metaltal, and he wants to be miyached this, as again, that if I have this metaltal, this is where you're going to collect your loan from. The Chachamim said, don't do it. Why not? Because what if it gets lost? And she's going to end up with nothing. Rabbi Yossi said that even if it doesn't get lost, I have a problem with it. Why? Because you're not 100% sure what its value is. And not just that, it may go down in value. Poichsen. It's something that typically depreciates. What's the machloikis? The machloikis is, what would be if the husband says that, I'll be makabal achrayas. Meaning, the metaltalin is where you're going to collect the ksuba from. But if something happens to it, if it's nignav, it's nevad, don't worry about it. Everything is going to be fine. Meaning, if it's here, you'll collect from this. But if it's not here, I'll be Makabala Christ. The Tanakama holds in that case, it's going to be fine. Because the only thing he's worried about is that it may get stolen or it may be lost. Oh, if it's Makabala Christ, that's not something you have to worry about. Rabbi Yaisi says, no, even if it doesn't get stolen, doesn't get lost, even if it's here, we're for sure she's going to collect from it. Still, it's going to be a problem. Why? Because it goes down in value. It's ksuvi. You're not 100% sure if it has the fear value. Okay, so what does that have to do with our machloikis? So the Gemara says like this, Hashto, let's make a kavl madach over there, where a husband was miyached metaltalin as the security for the ksuba. The dilma pachsi, where there's a chashash, that being that it's metaltalin, metaltalin goes down in value, so maybe it's going to go down in value. Chayshi, Rabbi Yossi. Rabbi Yossi is worried, and Rabbi Yossi says, you can't use metaltalin, even if you're makabal achrayas, because I'm afraid it may be worth less than the dollar amount, and you have to have where she can collect her full ksuba. Hacha over here, devadai kapachsa. Over here where she's being michael. So for sure there is no full amount of ksuba. Like Holshkin, then for sure it should be a problem.
Interesting kasha. Sefeit the Gemara, how could Rabbi Yossi say that Mechilo works? But even more than Rabbi Yehuda, it even works Balpeh. Rabbi Yossi was worried Dilma Pachsi. And over here he's allowing you Lechatchilo to go into a chasana to stand under the chuppah where you know Beshas decree is Ksuba. It's already Pachsi. It's already less than the 200 Zos. Isn't that a steer in Rabbi Yossi? The Gemara says, why? Hachi hashta. What kind of steer is that? You have to know what the Havimim of the Gemara was. Hasam over there, lo yada de tachel. Hacha yada vekamachlo. Rabbi Yossi is saying that, of course, the Ksuba has to be Messiah Mzuz. And when you set it up, you have to make sure she's going to be able to collect. And you can't use even Metaltalin because Dilma Pachsi. I, Rabbi Yossi says, she could be Michael. Yeah, there's something called Mechila. And... Of course she could be Michael. If she wants to be Michael, let her be Michael. I, Rameir says, Kalapoiches. Rabbi Yossi doesn't hold a Rameir. He's not Meshubat Rameir. But your question is, how does the two Rabbi Yossi stem? One Rabbi Yossi is talking about where there was no Mechila. If there's no Mechila, we're worried even Dumba Pachsi. The other Rabbi Yossi is talking about, which he knowingly went into this. As a result, there's Mechila. If there's Mechila, it's a whole different halacha. Zokti Gemara. Achsei de Rami Barchama. Having a sip with Rabbi Avio. Rami Barchama had a sister who was married to Rabbi Avio. Irchas Ksubasa. And her Ksuba got lost. Also, the Kami, the Rav Yosef, and they came, the husband and the wife, meaning Rav Avya and Rami Bachama's sister, to the great Rav Yosef. They wanted to know, we don't have our ksuba. So what are we supposed to do? Do we need a new ksuba? Amaluhu, he told them, this is what Yudah said in the name of Shmuel, this, that the Mishnah says, that it's not okay for a husband and a wife to live with that ksuba. Where did Rameir say it? Because Rameir said, So clearly he's saying that a husband and wife have to have a ksuba that's outstanding. It's only Rameir that said that. The Chacham disagree. The Chachamim said that she could be Meichel, and just like the Chacham said she, be, she could be Meichel, the Chachamim also hold that Masha Adam as Ishnoi, Shnayim Mushloisha, Shonabalai Ksuba, that they could live together two or three years without a Ksuba. In other words, the Gemara is now taking Rameir's halacha of our Mishnah, and it's applying it to a different halacha, a halacha that's actually more relevant, and a halacha that's halacha lemaisa. And that is, being that Rameir said that a woman can't be Meichel her Ksuba, the Gemara understands that, in other words, Rameh is saying that at all times there has to be an outstanding ksuba. If at all times there has to be an outstanding ksuba, you can't even lose the ksuba. The reason is because if a woman doesn't have her ksuba, how she can ever collect her ksuba? So essentially, it's as if there is no ksuba. Now it's different. Her being moichel the ksuba means that fundamentally there's no ksuba. Her losing the ksuba just means that she has no ability to collect on the ksuba. But at the end of the day, if there's a svar that a woman is not soy das in the beers and in her marriage, in the event that she thinks the husband can easily just uh, leave her and not have to deal with the financial ramifications, then if she loses the ksuba, that in and of itself should also be a problem. So the Gemara is now taking a leap, and the Gemara is saying that if a mayor holds, if you would lose the ksuba, it would be a problem. And that was the Maisa Shai where Rabbi and his wife happened to be the sister of Rami Bar and they came to Rabbi Yosef, and Rabbi Yosef said, No, that's the bad news. But the good news is that the Chachamim old, Masha Adam is Ishta, Ishtayim, it's only Rabbi that holds of Kalapoiches. Chachamim don't agree with Rabbi so according to Chachamim, you Lose Yiksuba doesn't make it be Lusnus, it's not a problem. So, who said this, Rabbi Yosef? Amalei Abaya, Sabaya told Rabbi Yosef, but didn't Rabbi Nachman say in the name of Shmuel, that we paskin like Rameir Big Zeroisov? And if we paskin like Rameir Big Zeroisov, this should be Zeroisov. So, what does Zeroisov mean? Rashi. Zeroisov means that any time the Chachamim made a Takana, 
which is a chumra over the ikra dindai raisa, we pass him like Ramer. This is one of the kolayapsak. And because this is one of the kolayapsak, this shall fall into this category. So then the other Rishonim learn differently what big zeiraisa means. Now for today, so Rabbi Yosef said, if that's true, ihachi zil kasovla, go write a new ksuba. And this is the halacha lamaisa. And this is where this comes from, that a husband and wife have to know where their ksuba is. And if they don't know where their ksuba is, it's a problem. What's the problem? It's Ramer's issue of arezu bilasnos. It falls into this issue over here in this Mishnah. This is halacha. It's brought down in Shulchan Aruch. It's in Simon Samichvav, Sivkat and Gimel, and it's based on this Machloikis Ramein Rabbi Yehuda. So this is interesting. We took a Machloikis Ramein Rabbi Yehuda, which at first glance seems very academic in nature. A woman is Moichel her Ksuba is Kabalti Masna Masha Kasabat Torah B'Davish Shemimamim with a Lamdish Atoisves and Afnun Vav. And actually, when you dilute this, you bring it down. Lamaisa, there's a very very practical Nafkimid Alalacha. Halacha that everybody knows, and that is the husband and the wife, they have to know where their ksuba is. And really, it's based on the sheet of Rameyer, of Kalapoichas, Sula bimasai, Mulamana mimana, Harezu bilaznos. What does that have to do? They have a ksuba, no one's arguing there's a ksuba. Yeah, but if she doesn't know where her ksuba is, so on some level, she's not saying mechtas, because she doesn't know if she'll be able to collect her ksuba. And the whole Yusoyed of Rameyer sheet is not have the ksuba, Kalapoichas, that was the deek in the Gemara. It's, it's really based more on her smichas das, than anything else. Now, this next portion of the Gemara from here until the Mishnah is intense. Zok the Gemara, Kiyosu Ravdimi, when Ravdimi came from Eretz Yisrael to Bava, Amr Rav Shem Ben Pazi, he said over the name of Rav Shem Ben Pazi, Amr Rav Shem Ben Levi, who himself had said over the name of Rav Shem Ben Levi, Mishum Bar Kapar, who had said over the name of Bar Kapar. So this Ravdimi, in the name of Rav Shem Ben Pazi, in the name of Rav Shem Levi, in the name of Bar Kapar. In the Hemshech of the Gemara, this will be known as the sheet of, of Rav Shem Ben Levi. So even though it's Rav Shem Ben Pazi, in the name of Rav Shem Ben Levi, in the name of Bar Kapar, but we're going to refer to it, as the Gemara will, as the sheet of Rav Shem Ben Levi. So essentially, Rav Dimi comes from Eretz Yisrael and he says that Rav Shem Ben Levi said the following. He said that the Machloikis, which Machloikis? We have Rameyer, we have Rav Yehuda, we even have Rabbi Yosi. So Rashi says, we're referring to the machloikis between Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Yosi. What was their machloikis? They both agree that a woman can walk away from a part of the ksuba. They argued, however, whether the woman would have to do it in writing, whether she could do it alpeh. Rabbi Yehuda said in the Mishnah, the hikoiseves. Rabbi Yosi said that no, Rashi, which Rashi explained to me, that she could even do it alpeh. Pashtis, they're arguing it. Master Masha Kasabat Torah, Bedavish Abimamin. Although Ksub is the Rabbanon, do we say Chacham and Masul Chizak the Devarim Yosef Masha Torah? Whatever. That's not what's important for now. We know that's the Machloikis. Machloikis, Rabbi Yosi, Rabbi Yehuda, whether you could do it al whether you can't do it al Rabbi Yosi is the Mekel, he says you could do it al we have to get these sheets clear. And Rabbi Yehuda is the Machmer, he says it's something that has to be done mixed up. So Rabbi Shua ben Levi said that the Machloikis was Betchila. The Machloikis was Betchila. Avo Besoif, the Divriakol, Enim Mechelas. But the Besoif, everybody would agree, meaning even Rabbi Yosi would agree you can't be Mechel al but the only way you would do it is. Bixav. So the Machloik is Rabbi Yosi and Rabbi Yehuda, meaning the only time Rabbi Yosi holds that you, the woman, can walk away from part of the Ksuba, Baalpeh, is if it was done Betchila. But if it was done Besaif, not Rabbi Yechanan, Rabbi Yechanan said, Beimizu, Beimizu Machloik is. Rabbi Yechanan argued with Rabbi Shobin Levi, and he said it doesn't matter if it was done Betchila, it doesn't matter if it was done Besaif. Either way, you're going to have this Machloik between Rabbi Yosi and Rabbi Yehuda. So the question is, what does Betchila mean and what does Besaif mean? That is the whole Sogya. I'm Rabbi Yechanan, who was a Tom Rabbi Yechanan, he said, I'm going to tell you what I heard directly from Pekotchish Rabbi Yechanan. Rabbi 
Leichen and said the following. We said, I know Rabbi Shulam and Levi Loi Palgin and Adadi. You should know, me and Rabbi Shulam and Levi were not arguing. Now, at first glance, of course they were arguing. Rabbi Shulam and Levi said the Machlaikis was Betchilo, but Besaif, everybody holds Enemichelis. And Rabbi Yechon said, Bein Bezu, Bein Bezu Machlaikis. Meaning the Machlaikis is Betchilo, like Rabbi Shulam and Levi said, but the Machlaikis is also Besaif. But Rabbi Vol said, I heard from Rabbi Yechon, and Rabbi Yechon said he didn't believe that he was really arguing with Rabbi Shulam and Levi. Okay, how is that possible? Because the definition of Betchilo. And Besaif, that Rabbi Shulban Levi used, and the definition of Betchila Besaif that Rabbi Yochanan used, was not the same definition. There's a difference in semantics here. My Betchila said Rabbi Yochanan to come Rabbi Shulban Levi. When Rabbi Shulban Levi said Machloikis is Betchila, you know what he was referring to? Betchila's Chopah. He was referring to before the Chopah. Before the Chopah, at that point, there's a Machloikis. Umay Soif, and what did he mean when he said Besaif? There's no machlokes because everybody agrees. Even Rabbi Yosi agrees. He can't do a balpeh. He was referring to soif bia. He was referring to noch de bia. V'chikam mina anot. But when I said bein bezu bein bezu machlokes that the machlokes is side betchila side besoif, my tchila and soif that I was referring to was tchilas chopa v'soif chopa before the chopa and after the chopa before the bia. The he tchilas bia meaning soif chopa is like tchilas bia. I agree that if it would be soif bia, that everybody would hold any mechelis and there would be no shittas rabbi yosi. In other words, when we use the word tchila and we use the word soif, what the Gemara is saying is, is it's not clear what tchila and soif is. What are the options? So the way the Gemara sets it up is that tchila could mean tchilas chopa, which means we're discussing fad chopa. Soif can mean soif chopa. Tchila could also mean, as we'll see in the next Gemara, Tchila's Bia, which is the equivalent then to Soif Chupa, that's after the Chupa but before the Bia, or Soif could also mean Soif Bia. So Tchila can mean Tchila's Chupa and Tchila's Bia, and Soif can mean Soif Chupa and soif bia. But simply saying, oh, the machloikis is betchila, or the machloikis is besaif, everyone agrees betchila, everyone agrees besaif. Well, what does tchila mean, or what does soif mean? Let's uh, define the word a little bit better so we can figure this all out. Sezok, Rabbi Yochanan, that really, anob Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi, loy palgina na'adati. We're not really arguing. When Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi said that the machloikis was betchila, avu besaif, ena meicheles, you know what his definition of tchila was? His definition of tchila was tchilas Chupa. Also, Tchilas Bia. Even though we said Tchilas Chupa, but in the Cheshman of the Gemara, it means also Tchilas Chupa. So, they're arguing if it was Tchilas Chupa, or if it was Soif Chupa, or if it was Tchilas Bia. Any time before the Bia, that's where Yossi has a sheet that if she wants to be Meichel Bapesh, she could be Meichel Bapesh. When we say that Besoif, Divri Akoil, it's not going to work, it means Nach the Bia. In other words, what Rabbi Shubham may be saying is that Nach the Bia, everybody agrees there's no sheet that's Rabbi Yossi, everyone in the world's going to hold that she can't be Meichel Bapesh anymore. What did Rabbi Yossi mean when he said, Bein Bezu, Bein Bezu Machloikis, Bein Betchila, Bein Besoif? He agreed with Rabbi Shubham He just had a def- different definition of Tchila Besoif. Betchila means Tchilas Chopa, and Besoif means Soif Chopa, which happens to be Tchilas Bia as well. That's where they're arguing, which is what Rishon Levi said. But he agrees that if it's going to be Soif Bia, Nach the Bia, everyone's going to agree that it's not going to be okay. So, Rav Dimi comes from Eretz Yisrael to Bavel, and he says over the following. He says that there was a Machloikis between Rabbi Shulman Levi and Rabbi Yochanan, how to understand the Machloikis between Rabbi Yossi and Rabbi Yehuda. And the way he said 
the machlokes was the Rabbi Shua ben Levi holds the machlokes was betchila. Avul besoyif tivriakol eno meicheles and Rabbi Yochanan said bein bezu bein bezu machlokes. And on that, Rabbi Avo had commented and Rabbi Avo had said that really there was no machlokes. Rabbi Shua ben Levi and Rabbi Yochanan were just arguing in semantics in terms of what tchila and what soyif is. What do they both hold? Let's get this clear. What they both hold is that the machlokes between Rabbi Yosi and Rabbi Yehuda is far debir. So. Before the chuppah, not the chuppah, the point is before the beer. But once the beer happens, at that point, there's no shit as Rabbi Yossi anymore. Who said this? Rav Dimi said this. Yes, Ravin. But when Ravin came from Eretz Yisrael to Bavel, Omar, he said, the Rav Shimon ben Pazi said, Omar, Rabbi Shimon ben Pazi said, Omar, Rabbi Shimon ben Pazi said, the Machloik is just the opposite. He said, the Machloik is, everyone's going to agree, my chalas. Rabbi Yechon, Rabbi Yechon said, Bain Bazu, Bain Bazu, Machloik is, that the Machloik is, Bain Bazu, Bain Bazu, and again, Omar, Rabbi Vo, Rabbi Vo said, Rabbi Yechon, I heard Pshan Rabbi Yechon, and Rabbi Yechon said as follows, I know Rabbi Shimon ben Pazi said, I'm Rabbi Shimon Levi really not arguing. When Rabbi Shua ben Levi said in Rovin's version, not betchila machloikis avul besoif devri akol, but besoif machloikis u betchila devri akol. So what did Rabbi Shua ben Levi mean when he said besoif machloikis? He meant soif chopa, which is the equivalent of tchilas bia. Umay tchila. What did he mean that betchila everyone's moido? He meant tchilas chopa. And Rabbi Yochanan said, but when I said Bein Bezu Bein Bezu Machloikis, when I said the Machloikis is Sai Betchilab Sai Besoif, what I meant was Tchilas Bia Vesoif Bia. I meant to say Tchilas Bia Vesoif Bia. In Robin's version, Rabbi Shua ben Levi said the Machloikis was Besoif, but Betchilo, everybody agrees you could be Michael. Who's the everybody in Robin's version? Even Rabbi Yehuda, who holds ordinarily the Mechila has to be Bixav, but over here, Yehuda's going to be moida if it's betchila, if it's so early in the game. So there, even Rabbi Yehuda's going to be moida. This is something you could do balpeh. The machloikis is only besoif. And Rabbi Yechonet said, no, bein bezu, bein bezu machloikis. So Rabbi Avo said, I heard from Rabbi Yechonet, Rabbi Yechonet said, we're not really arguing about anything. Because when Rabbi Shobin Levi said that betchila, there's no machloikis, his tchila was referring to tchila's chuppah. Even Rabbi Yehuda's moida, you could do it all pet. I, what happened to Masa Masha Kasa Betayr, Bidavah Shabbat Mamun, Chacham, and Masu Chizak, Ledevrem, Yoyzim, Yishol Tayr? I hear. But the bottom line is, that's what he said. He said that betchila means far the chuppah. When Rabbi, when Rabbi Yochanan said, Bein Bezu, Bein Bezu Machlokes, he wasn't arguing with that. Because his betchila, Rabbi Yochanan's, was tchila's bia, which is soif chopa. And over there, even Rabbi Shobin Levi's moida does machlokes. The kuli alma moida of Rabbi Shobin Levi betchila is tchila's chopa. When Rabbi Yochanan says, betchila does machlokes, it's tchila's bia. But the bottom line is, it comes out weiter, there's no machlokes. So really, the two versions in what the machlokes, Rabbi Yochanan and Rabbi Shobin Levi, was as it relates to the machloikis between Rabbi Yossi and Rabbi Yehuda. But in both versions of the Gemara, the Gemara said the same thing. Amir Rabbi said that really there was no machloikis, and the whole discussion was a discussion in semantics. So let's just get this a little bit clear. We have a machloikis, Rabbi Yossi and Rabbi Yehuda, that's for sure. Then we had what seems to be a machloikis, Rabbi Yochanan and Rabbi Shobin Levi had to understand the machloikis, Rabbi Yossi and Rabbi Yehuda. But Rabbi Vo said there was really no machloikis between Rabbi Yochanan and Rabbi Shobin Levi. They, they weren't arguing. It was just a matter of semantics. Rabbi Shobin Levi, when he said Tchil he meant one thing, and when Rabbi Yochanan said Tchil he meant something else. We did, however, have a machloikis between Rav Dimi and Ravin. Rav Dimi comes from Eretz Shalt and he says one thing, and Ravin comes from Eretz Shalt he says another thing. 
they're both saying what Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi and what Rabbi Yochanan commented on the Machloikis, Rabbi Yosi and Rabbi Yehuda. It sounded like they were arguing, Rabbi Yochanan and Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi, that is, but the Gemara said they really weren't. But they're both at the end of the day then, not arguing, but commenting on the Machloikis, Rabbi Yosi and Rabbi Yehuda. What exactly is that comment? Oh, that's a Machloikis between Rav Dimi and Rav. Rav Dimi said that Betchila is where the machloikis was, meaning they're arguing the whole Rabbi Yossi Shita is only far the soif bia, but once there's a gemar bia, at that point there's not going to be a shita's Rabbi Yossi anymore. Everyone's going to agree that would have to be dumb Sav. And according to Ravin, that's the second version of the Gemara, according to Ravin, the machloikis is dafka besoif, which is defined as once the chuppah happens, but if it's chilas chuppah over there, even Rabbi Yehuda is going to agree that everything's going to be okay. So according to Rav Dimi, Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Shuan ben Levi's chiddush is really a chiddush in Rabbi Yossi, that even though Rabbi Yossi seems to say that it works balpeh, but not noch and according to Ravin, Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Shua ben Levi's knech, and their hoisafa in this machlokes is not in Rabbi Yosef, but rather it's in Rabbi Yehuda. And they're saying that even though Rabbi Yehuda says that ordinarily it would have to be done b'ksav, you wouldn't be able to do it balpeh, but it's only where it was already noch the But if it's tchilas chuppah, even Rabbi Yehuda is going to be moida that it's something that you could do balpeh. Okay, so we have a machlokes. Rav Dimi and Ravin, in a machloikis, Rabbi Yochanan and Rabbi Shua ben Levi, in a machloikis, Rabbi Yosi and Rabbi Yehuda, Gishmak. But what comes out with Maskana is that Rabbi Yosi and Rabbi Yehuda are arguing, that's for sure, the three shittas and the b'raisa that today's daf began with. Rabbi Yochanan and Rabbi Shua ben Levi are not arguing. Rav Dimi and Ravin are arguing as to what Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi and what Rabbi Yochanan was saying. So there's no machloik of Yeshua ben Levi and Rabbi Yochanan. There's machloik of Rabbi and Ravin, what exactly Rabbi Yochanan and Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi was saying. Omer Rapapa. So Rapapa commented. He said, He loved Omer Rabavo. We're not for the fact that Rabavo said that I heard from Rabbi Yochanan directly that there was no machloik of Rabbi Yochanan and Yeshua ben Levi. Havamina, I would have said that Rabbi Yochanan and Yeshua ben Levi pligi. I would have thought that Rabbi Yochanan and Yeshua ben Levi really were arguing. Meaning, and Ravdimi and Ravin loyplegi, but it's Ravdimi and Ravin that were not arguing. Now, Ravdimi and Ravin certainly sounded like they were arguing, right? Ravdimi came and he said, Rabbi Shua ben Levi said, Machlikis betchilo avo besoif divriakoil eno meicheles. And Ravin came and he said just the opposite, Machlikis le besoif avo betchilo divriakoil meicheles. But said Rapapa, I would have said that maybe Ravdimi and Ravin were really saying the same thing, and they were really just using different words to describe different things. The semantics is on the Rav Dimi and the Ravin level. I would have said as follows. My safe to come out Ravin, when Rav said, when Ravin said that the Machloikis is besoif, I would have thought that what he meant was soif chupa. So he's saying that Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi saying that besoif chupa, that's where the Machloikis is. But everybody agrees that it's going to be okay, that you could be Michael. And when Ravdimi said that the Machloikis is betchila, tchilas bia, is referring to tchilas bia, which is the equivalent thereof to soif chupa. So really they'd both be saying the same thing. The, the, the Machloikis bet soif, 
that Ravin said, right, Rapopin mentioned Ravin first. So the Machoikas Besoif that Ravin said, I would have thought means Soif Chopa. And the Machoikas Betchila that Rav Dimi said, I would have thought is Tchilas Bia. Soif Chopa and Tchilas Bia are the same thing. And if that's the case, they're not really arguing. So there's no Machoikas between Rav Dimi and Ravin. Meaning they're just arguing or just presenting it a little bit different from a semantics perspective. But really, they themselves are not arguing. Now, if you would say that, that Ravdimi and Rovin are not arguing, so there's a, a Rashi here that explains this, a long Rashi, Ayin Sham, but that would then force us to say that Rabbi Yochanan and Rabbi Shua ben Levi really are arguing. If the definition that Ravdimi and Rovin were using was a, was a precise definition that holds true both for Rabbi Yochanan and for Rabbi Shulban Levi. So that means Rabbi Shulban Levi and Rabbi Yochanan are not differing in semantics, they're actually arguing in halacha. So the question is, do you want Rabbi Yochanan and Rabbi Levi not to be arguing, or do you want Ravin and Rav Dimi not to be arguing? So the way the Gemara set it up was that Rabbi Yochanan and Rabbi Levi were not arguing, it was Rav Dimi and Ravin that were arguing. But a Papa said, I hear, and... You're forced to say that because Rabbi Vo said that he heard straight from the mouth of the great Rabbi Yechonon that him and Rabbi Shobal Levi were never arguing. But were it not for the fact that Rabbi Vo said that, if I could pick and choose and I could say that either Rabbi Shobal Levi and Rabbi Yechonon are semantics and Rav Dimi and Rovin are arguing, or Punk Fakert, I would have preferred to say that it's Rabbi Yechonon and Rabbi Shobal Levi that are arguing and not Rovin and Rav Dimi that are arguing. But Rabbi said, what should I do? I can't say that. So the Gemara says, it's a very nice comment that Rabbi said, but really, at the end of the day, what's Rapapa really coming to teach us? Michael Mashmalon, like, what's the Chiddush, Rapapa here? We're not for the fact that Rabavo said that Rabbi Yechon and Bishul Malevi, you know, are clearly not arguing. I would have thought that maybe they are arguing, and it's Ravdimi and Ravin that are really not arguing. And at the end of the day, Rabbi Yechonon said it. So what was Rapapa coming to be, Moisif? So the Gemara says, Hakam Ashmolon, Rapapa was coming to say was he was teaching us a klal in, in, in Psach. Just a, a, a klal in understanding Gemara. Then that is, the Pligi Trey Amayroi, a time of the Mashayu. That any time you have a situation where you have a Machloikis Amayroi, and really there's two roads you can take as an Argamara. You could say that two Amayroim were arguing Betaimid and Afshay, Rabbi Yechon and Rabbi are arguing what the Machloikis Rabbi Yosin and Rabbi Huda was. Or you could say that there's a Machloikis Amayroim as to what other Amayroim meant. Machloikis Ravin and Ravdimi, what exactly the Machloikis Rabbi Shum ben Levi and Rabbi Yechon was. It makes more sense to say that the Amayroim are arguing Betaimid and Afshay, rather than say that there's a Machloikis Amayroim as to what exactly another Amayroim said. And that's Rabbi Papa said it would have been it would have been more mistaber just based on learning Gemara to say that the machloikis is a machloikis between Rabbi Shulban Levi and Rabbi Yechonah. It's just Rabbi Dimi and Rovin are not arguing, and it's just a matter of semantics rather than the way the Gemara said Alamaisa that Rabbi Dimi and Rovin were arguing what exactly Rabbi Shulban Levi and Rabbi Yechonah were discussing. And that was the point of this last comment that Rav Papa made. He was just trying to teach us that. Don't think that this is a, a, a good cloud to take with you in other places in Shas. Because ordinarily, it would make more sense to say that there's a machloikis, Rabbi Yechon, Rabbi Shua, Ben Levi, and that really there is no machloikis between Rava and Ravdimi. So moving along, we go from one classic sugya to another classic sugya. Zok the Mishnah, and we know this Mishnah already. So once upon a time, Erisin and Nesuin very much happened. In two different phases. First there was Erisin, and then there was Nisun. Today it all happens under the Chopa. But once upon a time, it happened in two phases. Which meant that when a woman was engaged, 
or a man was engaged, it meant they were really, really married. Married to the point that you have Isra Arayas. Married to the point that if he would die at that point, no children, you would have Yibam V'chalitza. So it'd be a whole bunch of different halachas on a derisional level once the Erisin already happened. So now there was Erisin, Mazel Tov. At what point does the Nesuin happen? So if they, the Nechotanim can sit down and they can pick a date for when they want to make a chasana. For sure. But the question is, does he have a schus to say that I don't want to get married right away? Does she have a schus to say she doesn't want to get married right away? And if you think about it, once there's Erison, on some level they were mechayin themselves to do Nesuin, right? Erison is just part one of this two-part process. So that means you can hear there's some obligation for each one of these parties to sit down at some point and machachasana. So the question is, is there a certain amount of time that's allotted to the chosin and the kala respectively if they choose to opt for that time before we're going to tell them at this point you have to do nesuin and by the way if you don't it's going to come with financial consequences and so that's our Mishnah in the event that the Kala is a psula so she gets 12 months from the time that the husband was toiveya for nesuin so it's not really so much from the time of the erisin it's from the time that he was toiveya so mishatova abal for nesuin at that point we give her 12 months what's the reason for her to take care of herself rashi betachshitin right she has to take care of all the things she needs all her jewelry etc so for all the tachshitin that she needs she gets yud beis chaydish ula almana for an almana shloishim yoyin she only gets 30 days rashi says she doesn't have to be as much, and therefore she only gets 30 days. Skip the line. Just like we give the woman Yud Beis Chaydish, so too he gets Yud Beis Chaydish. So what does he need Yud Beis Chaydish for? So Rashi says it's not for his Tachshitin, but it's for the Tzarche Suda Vechopa. He's going to be the one that's responsible for the Suda. That's the way it was once upon a time, anyways. So it's his responsibility. Right? Ain't Adam Terech Basudo Mafsida, Shaktu Chama B'nai Yisrael, that he should be Terech Basudo. So it seems to always be his obligation. So she needs Yud Beis Chaydish to prepare for the Chasana, and he needs Yud Beis Chaydish to pay for the Chasana. Da'amana gets Shloishim Yom. He gives Mabalei Nisu. What happens if the 12 months came? And they didn't get married. So we said there's going to be consequences. So here we go. Number one, a husband has an obligation to, gi, to be Mepharnes his wife. However, the Chi of Mezoinus starts Lacha Nesuin. It doesn't start Lacha Erisin. Midrabonon, once Yud Beis Chaydish pass, man Oichleis Mishle. At that point, he has to support her. Here's a bigger Chiddush. For Oichleis Bechuma. We know Bas Yisrael is not already Chuma. Bas Yisrael that's married to a Koyin. The Ish. The Koyin Kiyikna Nefesh Kinyin Kaspe. We'll see this in tomorrow's daf. At that point, she is allowed to eat Chuma. But only Mena Nesuin, not Mena Erisin. Chazal said that once Yud Beis Chaydish pass, at that point should even be allowed to eat Shuma. Rav Tarfin says that a, a husband, Pasha we're talking about, where there was Erisin and not Nesuin, who's at, where there was Higiyaz Mabaloi Nisso, where he's allowed to give his wife Shuma, if he wants, he can give her all her food in Shuma. Rabbi Kiva, Rabbi Kiva says, you can give half of it in Chul, and the other half you can give Shuma. We'll see more about this in the coming daf, but Rashi says right away that what would be the reason not to give a hundred percent truma. It's because Anita, for example, can't eat truma. And being that Anita can't eat truma, so if you're going to give her all truma, it's going to put her in a little bit of a compromise. Now she could sell it, but truma is worth less money than chulid is because there's less demand for truma, even though it's more halig, but 
Nobody could eat it. So as a result, it's worth less money. So that's this machlokes over here. A yovam can't be meichel betruma. Meaning, what happens if a woman was married to a, a kayan and now she falls liyibon? If she falls liyibon, she goes back, assuming she has no children, from a kayan, even from a previous marriage, to her Husband, her father's house, she can't eat room anymore. What if she's a Shemeris Yavim now to a Yavim, who is obviously cut, right? If her husband was a Kayin, then by definition, the Yavim's also going to be a Kayin, because their brother is Min Ha'av. So he's by definition going to be a Kayin as well. Could the Yavim be Michael Bachum or not? So the Mishnah, a Yavim can't be Michael Bachum. Now we said that once Yud Beis Chaydish passes from the Erisin, at that point, Dalach is Oichlois Mishaloi, and not just Oichlois Mishaloi, but even Oichlois Betruma. So said, the Mishnah, what would be if she was waiting six months in the state of Erison by her husband? Then she fell a Yibam, and another six months passed where she's a Shemeris Yavam. Could, do, we, do we aggregate the two six months to create a 12 months? So now there's a Yud Beis Chaydish, maybe she'll be able to eat Shuma. What happens if she was married to Erison one day less than 12 months? And then her husband died, and now one day she was by the Yavim. One day by the husband, and then right away he died, and then she's been now a Shemeris Yavim for the 12 months minus a day. In all these cases, she doesn't need to. Meaning, the only time she's going to be a Chalas Bajuma is Yud Beis Chodesh Tachasabal. But if she's not Yud Beis Chodesh Tachasabal, six months and six months, 12 months minus a day. Period. So it has to be Yud Beis Chaydish Tachzabal in order for it to be able to eat Shuma. Zok the Mishnah Zu Mishnah Rishayin. Everything we just said is the Mishnah Rishayin. Well, not everything. Bezdin Shalachreim Amru Bezdin came afterwards and they said Ein Isha Chelas Betshuma Achatikanis Lachopah. They said that Yud Beis Chaydish Yeah La Medyoim. He needs twelve months. She needs twelve months. Higiyas Mavaloi Nisnu Oichlois Mishaloi. Where did the Bezdin Shalachreim argue with regards to the Oichlois Betshuma? So whereas the Mishnah Rishayin said. That once Yud Beis Chodesh passed, she could eat Truma, but the Bez and Shalach came and they said that she will not be able to eat Truma. So the Gemara now is going to focus on the first part of the Mishnah. Noisnan the Besulish name Asar Chodesh Mishatava Habal, Lefarnis Asatzma. Ukishem Shinoisnan the Isha, Kach Noisnan the Isha, Lefarnis Asatzma. How do we know that the halacha is that Besula gets Yud Beis Chaydish Mishatav Abba Lom Rav Chiz Rav Chiz Zetam Akrotz Loin Taf in the following pasuk. It says that when Eliezer Eved Avram came to Rivka and he chose her to be the bride for Yitzchak Avinu, so he wanted to take Rivka back to to Yitzchak. So the pasuk says Vayomer Achia VeIma Achia, meaning Rivka's brother. Lothan, the Ima, Rivka's mother, we was Basul, so we know the rest of the story. We want the Naira to remain with us for Yomim, days, Oyasar, or ten, we'll see what that means. And afterwards, she can go together with you. So the Gemara says like this My Yomim, what does Yomim mean? Does Yomim mean what it sounds like it means? A Yomim is a day, Yomim Lashon Rabbim is two. Oh, so two days, do people talk this way? Meaning, it sounds like they said, Yomim or Asr. Let's play out the conversation. Umberlay, they said, Shrey Yoimi. Two days. 
two days is Amrulei, then 10 days. Meaning, Eliezer said, okay, I want to take Rivka. said, no, we need two days. Eliezer says, nah, I can't wait two days. Okay, 10 days. Right, it doesn't make sense. That doesn't sound like a, 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 an intelligent conversation. So what does Yomim mean? Probably Shana. Or probably means a year. Now, where do you find Yomim means a year? Yomim means a year. Maybe it means a month, except at Chodesh Yomim. You find that Yomim can mean a month. Amri, so the Mara says, no, over there it says Chodesh Yomim. Donim Yomim Stam, Yomim Stam. Over here it said Yomim, there too it says Yomim Tia Gulasa, where Yomim means a year. Yomim Stam, Yomim should never be Chodesh. At Chodesh Yomim, it's true, Yomim there means a year, but it uh, means a month, but it says Chodesh Yomim. And the word Chodesh Yomim means it's not a perfect comparable to what it is that we're discussing. And as a result, we can't learn from there. But the bottom line is, and what does Yomim mean? It means a year, and because it means a year, so it's for that reason, you see from here this concept of noisnin lebesula shnei masa chaydesh mishatav abal. Incidentally, what does Osar mean? So Rashi right away said, ve'ema may Yomim chaydesh, ve'osar asara Yomim. In the Havimim of the Gemara, that the Gemara thought Yomim means days, so Yomim would mean you know, two days or ten days. Uh, but the Maskana, the Yomim means a year. So the Mefarsh Chumash will say that Asr means not ten days, but rather ten months. So first, they, they negotiated for a year. And Eliezer said no. And then they negotiated down and they said, all right, how about ten months? It sounds like there's some magic to the number. Ten months as well. It doesn't sound like a Jewish number. But ten months. Maybe give me ten months. Maybe that would be the number. Either way, this is the Makar. Amr Abzei, Abzei, we went to the Bryce, Ketano, Bein Hiyo, Bein Avio, Yechoyim La'akif. When it comes to a Ketano, Ketano can get married, Medei Raisa, she can get married, Rabbanon, but for sure she can get married, the Raisa is beating Asati Lishazeh. So when it comes to a Ketano, you don't have this halach of Yud Beis Chaydesh. The Ketano at any point can say, I'm not ready for Nesuin, or the father could do it as well. So I understand why she could be ma'akiv. Why? Because, you know, she's a young girl. She maybe needs more time to get married. El Avia, but the father, why would the father be ma'akiv? If she's ready to get married, Avia might not let me know. Why is the father care? Why would the father say, no, my daughter needs more time? If she's willing to get married, Samara says, Apash the Teretz. So the Gemara says, no, Savar, the father's thinking, Hashta I know my daughter right now. Yeah, she's a young girl. She thinks she's ready to get married. Tomorrow she's going to realize that uh, this is really not working out. She's going to be married. Now, this shouldn't be confused, this Mimrida with Mion. Right? If Iktana gets married to Rabbanon, she could be Mimrida. But here it sounds like there's a father. And because there's a father, so obviously she's being married Midai Raisa. So what does it mean, Mimrida? Mimrida means is that she's going to, Rashi, Timroid Bebailo, Shaloituha Lisboil, Viteitse, meaning she's going to force his hand to give her a get, the nafka, and then she's going to be added to marriage, and then she's going to come back home. So it's very much something that affects me, and therefore she can be moicha, and he could be moicha as well. Question is, how does this Gemara that we just learned very, very quickly play into this whole idea? We'll see it in the next Gemara as well. Could a father force his daughter in general to get married? Right? Speaking of Sati Lush says that. Could a father force it? Does she have an opinion? So there's a Rashi here on this Gemara. It's definitely one of the sub sugis that's going on over here. Amr Right? Here you see the guy. We don't force the Ketana to have Nisun when she's a Ketana. But let's say she's a Ketana. That's Mikudeshes. You could set a date for the Chasana when she'll be a Gedoyla. So you can't set a date for the Ketana 
for a chasana, we shall get be, get married al tzkana. But if the chasana will happen al tzkana, that you could do. Zok demar pshita, isn't that obvious? Demar says no. Madutim, I wouldn't told Leichesh ma'ilo pachta mehashta. The chalsha, you would think that if she knows already today that there's going to be a chasana, albeit in two years, but it could be she'll already have a pachat. The chalsha, and it could be it's going to cause her to get shvach, and maybe it will have effect on her kamash malon. That's the chiddush. Amr Rafuna, Rafuna said, "Bogru yoy mechot." A girl that became a bogris for one day, then a scotch, then there was kedushin noisin lo shloishin yom kamalat. Then she only gets thirty days. Grace the this that we said that's a naira but a bigeris if she was a bigeris one day and then she had kedushin at that point she only gets 30 days like an amana Rashi says what would be the reason for this so it seems that the bigeris used to prepare already meaning girls would get married around that age, right? That's clear. And as a result, they, they knew already to stop preparing for the chasana. The whole Indian is you need time to prepare. So once she's already by Geras, she's been preparing. But either way, this is what Rafuna said. Is that true? Once she's by Geras, if she had Kedushan at that point, only she, gets, she only gets 30 days. I'll ask you, Akash, a bagra is like a tfua. Meaning, a by is like someone where the husband was teveya finasu and my love kitfua. The basula doesn't mean like the tfua of the basula. So she gets yudbeis chaydish like kitfua damanas. She's like a tfua damanas. She only gets 30 days. Tashma, I'll bring you another, right? Begeris, or Begeris, that already waited 12 months. Meaning, she's been a Begeris for 12 months. Rebbe Lezer says, being that the husband's because 12 months passed, Yofer. at that point, he could even be made for her Nadarim. But what do you see from here? A Begeris needs 12 months in order for the father to be Chayib So you don't say, that the Higiyah's man of a Bagaris is 30 days. If you see his first Chayvim Mazaynas after Yud Beis Chaydish, so it sounds like Noislin law, Yud Beis Chaydish, just like when Noislin for the night, right? The two Atali Zebazet. You give 12 months, Higiyah's man, that's already when you Chayvim Mazaynas. Oichlis Mishaloy. So it sounds like Bagaris needs 12 months. It's a checkmate, right? On Ravuna, the Mara says it is, unless you edit the Braith. So, Emo Bagaris, Vih. Meaning a bagaris right away, or at least after thirty days. Plus good base chaydish. Rebbelez Eimer Hayul by the chaim zayin said that's Rebbelez said the halacha. The mean that the husband has an obligation to support her. Yoffer he could be made for tashma. One more tashma. Hamaris says absula. If someone is maaris absula, bein shetava about vimakevus. If the husband is toyveya. And she says, nah, I don't want the Nesuin. Ben Shetava, he or she's Teveya, I want Nesuin. Ubal Makif. Nesuin L'Shneim, Asa Chaydish, Mishas Tvia. You get 12 months. Avaloi Mishas Eresen. Right? The 12 months, like we spoke at in the Mishnah, is from the time of the Tvia. It's from the time that that Teveya, not from the time of the Eresen. Ubagra. Here we go. Harehi Ketvua. She's like Ketvua. Ketzad. Bogru Yoy Mechot. If she was a Begeris one day, Veneskadsha. And then she was Neskadish. Nesuin L'Shneim, Asa Chaydish. Then she gets 12 months. Ula Rusa, and an Arusa gets 30 days. And the Gemara will explain what that means. But the bottom line is, is you see from here clearly, What did Rav Huna say? What does the Rav That's as good as a Tiyofta is going to get. What does it mean when we say, This is what the Brayasa means. That's already been a Begeres for Yud Beis Chaydish. And then she was Mikudeshes. Then she gets 30 days like an Amalus. Even though it's Tiyofta the Rafuna. Rafuna said that a Begeres... One day, Niskatcha, all you get is 30 days. That's not true. However, a Begeris that was already a Begeris for Yud Beis Chaydesh, so she's not a Begeris. Let's assume a Begeris becomes a Begeris when she's 12 and a half years old. So now she's already 13 and a half years old. She's already been a Begeris for Yud Beis Chaydesh. Then the halach is, the Niskatcha, 
At that point, she's only going to have the 30 days of, like an Amana Rashi says, Mishas Eirisen. From the times of the Eir, from the time of the Eirisen, she's going to have 30 days. So, as it relates to today's daf and raid, well, as promised, speak out hashtag light raid related to this very, very last Gemara that we learned. And that is, the Mishnah said, that from the time that a husband is Teveya, the Nesuin, from his Arusa, she doesn't have to get married right away, but she gets Yud Beis Chaydesh. Why? To prepare all Tachshiteh for her to be able to prepare everything that she needs for her chasma. The Gemara said, What's the Makar to this? Um, Rav Chizda, Rav Chizda said, the Amma Kratz learned that from a Pasuk in Parshish Chayisara. The Pasuk says that when Eliezer Eved Avram came to bring Rivka as a wife for Yitzchak. So once the deal was closed and they knew it was a Shidduch already, so the Eliezer says, okay, now let me take uh, Rivka back home. So Lavan and Rivka's mother said, no, the Naira should remain with us Yomim or Asar, and afterwards she's going to go. And the Gemara says, my Yomim, what does Yomim mean? It means a year. Does Yomim mean a year? Yeah, there's a Makar to this. Yomim so you find Yomim Kimin Ashana, and what they were saying was that we want her to stay for a year, and then afterwards she's going to go. So what do you see from this discussion? That there's a concept of Noisen Lebesula Yud Beis Chodesh Mishatav Abba. The Pnei Yeshua, on this Gemara, he asks two kashas. One kashna that the Pnei Yeshua asks is that how old was Rivka when Rivka got married? So if you ask any kid in Cheder, the child's going to tell you three. Rivka was three. We learned from that Cheder, the whole Cheshben. So everybody knows that Rivka was three years old. But the truth is, there's a Toysvis in Mesachtis Yevamis, Tafsamachalof on the base, that not everybody knows. Where Toysvis brings a Medrash that the Medrash says that Rivka was 14 years old. She wasn't three years old, but rather she was 14 years old. And Toysvis says, I don't Chazal say she was three. Says Toysvis, you have to say Medrash is Chalukas. You have to say that sometimes the Medrashim argued, it's a Teretz that the Rishonim sometimes used to get out of situations like this. And Balkarchach, you have to say there was some sort of Machlaikis. But the point is, is that there's a Machlaikis in Chazal whether Rivka was three years old or Rivka was 14 years old. Freak the Pnei Yeshua. And this is the way the Pnei Yeshua asks the Kasha. That according to Toysus and Yavamis, that Rivka was 14 years old. So it emerges that Rivka was already a Bagaris. But she wasn't only a Bagaris, she had already been a Bagaris for a year and a half. We just learned the Gemara. The Gemara says that once a girl has been a Bagaris for Yud Beis Chodesh, at that point she gets 30 days from the time of the Eresen. So, Freik, the Pnei Yeshua, how could we learn the halacha of Noisen Lebesula Yud Beis Chodesh from Rivka? Rivka is actually an example of an exception to the rule. Because the rule is that a Naira gets Yud Beis Chodesh, or even a Bagaris Yoimechot gets Yud Beis Chodesh, but once she's been in a state of Bagris for Yud Beis Chodesh, she doesn't get Yud Beis Chodesh anymore. And Rivka is that example, Mamish. She's a a, a, a textbook case of where there was a, a girl who, even though she's a psul, is not going to get the Yud Beis Chaydesh. So, Freik the Pnei Yeshua, that he doesn't understand, how could Rivka be the Makar if Rivka herself would seem to fall outside of the scope of when the halacha is? That's the first kasha. 
that the Pnei Yeshua asks. The second kasha that the Pnei Yeshua asks is a Gishmaka kasha. And that is, when Eliezer came to find a wife for Rivka, did Eliezer actually do the Kedushin with Rivka? Was he a Shliach? Is that what happened when Eliezer Eved Avram arrived at Rivka? Or did Eliezer just come to find the Kala? Eliezer brought the Kala back, and then Yitzchak was Mekayim, the Mitzvah, and he was Mekadosh Rivka by herself. What was Eliezer's role? Obviously, he was the one that picked the bride, we know that. But the question is, was he the Mekadosh based on the sugis of Shlichus? Or was he not a Mekadosh? All he did was, was, was find the cow. There's a Toysfis, earlier in the Mesechta, in the sugya Birchas Chasanim, on the Avzayin Amadez, where Toysfis quotes a Mesechtis Kala. The Mesechtis Kala says, that what's the Mekar to Birchas Chasanim? So the Gemara and Ksubis, the Avzayin, brought two Mekaris, how you know Birchas Chasanim. But the Mesechtis Kala brings another Mekar. Minayim le Birchas Chasanim in Atayra. How do you know Birchas Chasanim? Snok the Mesechtis Kala. It's learned out from Vayivarcho es Rivka. Right? Lovan gives a bracha to Rivka. Achoseinu. The, the famous bracha. And that is the Mekar to the concept of the bracha that a Chosen and a Kala are supposed to get. Now Toys asks Akasha. He says the Gemara Ksubas doesn't bring this Mekar. So, how do you reconcile the Gemara Ksubis with the Mesech Tezkala? Zoktoy says, you have to say that the Mesech Tezkala, even though the Lashen that is used is Minayin, the Birchas Chasanim, but it didn't really mean Birchas Chasanim. Rather, what it meant was Birchas Eresen, right? Reading from Toy says, Mesech Tezkala, the Maisikro, the Vayu, Varko, is Rivko, Igalomem, it also Birchas Eresen, Vahocha Birchas Nesun. Zoktoy says, fast. But if that's true, and the Chayr it is, you can learn from that Mesechtes Kala, a very important halacha. Sheyesh levarich birchas erisin, that you make a birchas erisin, li'isha ha-miskadeshes al yudei shliach. Even for a woman that's getting married, al yudei shliach. Sharei Eliezer shliach haya. Because Eliezer was a shliach. So, I see from this Mesechtes Kala that Kedushin that happens al yudei shliach, you still have birchas erisin. How do I know that? Because Birchas Erisin's learned out from Vayivarcho as Rivka. And Yitzchak wasn't there. Eliezer was there. And Balkarchach, Eliezer was a Shliach. How do you know he was a Shliach? Because Balkarchach, there was an Erisin. How do you know there was an Erisin? Because he's making Birchas Erisin. So obviously he was a Shliach. And still you see he made Birchas Erisin. So it says Toysfiz Achidish, which he believes in Halacha, is a wow. That even if a Shliach is the one that's doing the Kedushin, still you're supposed to make a, a Birchas Erisin. It's Mephurish and Toysfiz and Ksubas, Davzayin Omebez, that Eliezer. Yezer wasn't just going to find the Kala. He wasn't a, a super shatchan. That wasn't his job. His job was to actually be Mekadish. He was effectuating the actual Kedushan. Now, although Toysfus in Ksubas Davzayin Amadei says this for a Dove of but it's really not so Pashit. In fact, there's a Toysfus in Chumash. This is not in the Das Kenim, Bali Toysfus, but it's in the Moshev Skenim. From the Bali Toysfus, it's in Parshus Chayisara, and the, the Moshev Skenim says as follows. The Pasik says, Vayivyeo Yitzchok Ha'oyalo. Freaked the Moshev Skenim. Heich Kidesh Yitzchok Ishal Yedesh Luchai. He said, How is Yitzchok able to be Makadesh Ishal Yedesh Luchai? Vaminu Bekadushim, the Asa Adam Shei Kadesh Isha Kaidim Shayreno. It's also for a man to be Makadesh Nisha Achayreno. So if you now be Makadesh Nisha Achayreno, Freaked the Moshev Skenim, Akasha, how was Eliezer able to be a Shliach to be Makadesh Nisha on behalf of 
Rivka, Lachir, what happened to this Isser? Says, says, Toysvis, Venira, Loimar, the Loikitsha, Achabas, Etzlai. You have to say the Kedushin didn't happen then. But the Kedushin first happened when she came to him. Eliezer's job wasn't to be a Shliach. He wasn't actually being Makadish, or this is not a Sugya of Ish Makadish by Yabashluchai. All he did was, was pick the bride. But ultimately, Yitzchak himself was the one that was Makadish. Now, the truth is, as it relates to the Moshe of Skanim's Kasha, that how was Yitzchak able to be Makadish Shliach? What happened to the Isser of Asul Adam Sheikadish, Ishakadim Shi? So the truth is, this Gemara is the subject of famous Chumash Torah with regards to Yitzchak Avinu's father, Avram. Avram Avinu said, And everyone asks the Kashas, the Marshas Kasha, it sounds like Avram never had seen Sarah. He didn't know she was an Isha Yifas Mara. And if that's the case, what happened to this Isra of Asr Adam Sheikadash Isha Kodim Sheirena? And there's a lot of Torah that said to be Miyashiv Avram Avinu. And whatever Torah you could say for Avram, you could say for Yitzchak also. I don't see how you could be Mechalik between Avram Avinu and Yitzchak Avinu in this Indian. But the bottom line is, as I fake the Moshev's Gate, and the Moshev's Gate is it is when you're a like Gitcha we invite to have Madrash's Chalukas. We have two Toysus in over here. We have a Toysus in Ksubas Davzayin in days that says, Klar, based on a Masachtis Kal that we learned, Brichas Eris in Vayavarcho as Rivko must be Eliezer was a Shlich. So Toysus, you see from me, you make Brichas Eris and even if the Shlich is the one that's been Makadish Nisho. And here we have a Moshev's Gain in Bali Toysus that says, Not that way. So Zokta Pnei Yeshua, it's a Pnei Yeshua's Akasha. This Shloim, if you learn that Eliezer Evad Avram was Makadish Rivko. So I understand then. How we can learn from there, Noisen Lebesula Yud Beis Chaydesh. Because what's the halacha of Noisen Lebesula Yud Beis Chaydesh? It's from the Erisen. Misha Tova Habal. Lachar Erisen. But there was Erisen. I mean, that there was Erisen, so it was a. A case in Shulchan Aruch, literally. It's a Mishnah in Shas. That's what happened by Rivka. But if you're going to tell me that Eliezer was never really Makadish. Rivka said there was no Erisin that ever took place. If there was no Erisin that took place, how could you learn from there the halach of Noisin Lebesula Yud Beis Chaydish Mishatav Abba? As I fake the Pnei Yeshua. So two kashas. Noisin Lebesula Yud Beis Chaydish the Makar is Rivka. Fake the Pnei Yeshua. Number one, Rivka, according to Toisvus and Yuvamis, Samachalav on the days, was already a Bagaris. And if Rivka was a Bagaris, and she wasn't just a Bagaris, she was a Bagaris for a year and a half. And based on that, it comes out that she should fall into the category of once she's in a state of Bagras for Yud Beis Chaydesh, all she gets is 30 days. So how could this be the Makar for Yud Beis Chaydesh? The second Kasha is that if you learn like the Moshe of Skenim, Bali Toysvist learn, and that is that Eliezer was never really Makadash Rivka, so if Eliezer was never Makadash Rivka, the whole Allah of Noisin Lebesul Yud Beis Chaydesh is once there's Erisin, and then Tava Habal, but over here there was no Erisin. So if there's no Erisin, there's anyways not Allah of Yud Beis Chaydesh. Yeshua. You have to say, and it's Pashat. And that is that, although it's true, the case of Rivka and Yitzchak was not a perfect example of Noisin Lebesula Yud Beis Chaydesh Rishatav And if this story would happen, Bismanenu, the halacha would not be. It wouldn't be, number one, because maybe there was no Kedushin, and number two, because maybe she's already a Bigaris for too long. It's true. But we're not trying to say that when Rivka and Yitzchak did this, they were following a Sifkat and Shulchan Aruch. That's not the punchline. The Nekudas you see from here, it's a Gilu Milsa, that there's, there's a normal thing to give the Kala a certain amount of time to prepare for the Chasana. And if Rivka felt that she needed Yud Beis Chaydesh to prepare for the Chasana, at least that's what the Meshvacha felt, so that's a Raya that you're supposed to wait, Yud Beis Chaydesh. Now, Far Matan Torah at that given time, even for a Begeres, who was already 14 years old, and even where there was no Kedushin, it was something that made a lot of sense. Haint, once the Torah was given, so it could be now, we, we tweak that lochas a little bit differently. But 
we're not saying that that Maisa was following the Allah and Shulchan Aruch. All we're saying is that you see from this, that Maisa, the Indian, the spirit of the law. You see the concept, and once you see the concept, the, in the words of the Pnei Yeshua, That's what he's saying. That the concept, the Iker Inyan, that's something that you see from there. But as it relates to Lamaisa, that's not something that you'd be able to learn from that Gemara. The truth is, is that with this Pnei Yeshua, again, I think it's Pasha, you can answer another Kasha. And that is, we're learning the Halach of Noisen Lebesul Yud Beis Chodesh Mishetov Abal from Yitzchak and Rivka. Toysfis and Masechtis Ma'ikotan Davchof Amad Aleph brings a Yerushalmi that the Yerushalmi says that you can't learn any Halachas from Kodem Matan Torah. Now the context over there is Hilchas Avelos. And the Gemara is trying to find the Makar. How do we know that Avelos is seven days? What's the Makar to Shiva? And the Gemara brings different psukim, and Tais asks Akasha that why don't we learn it from Yosef? Yosef at Tzadik, it says when they, when they brought the Aaron with, with Yaakov Avinu, it says, Vayas lo'oviv avel shivas yomim. It says they sat shiva for seven days. So why don't we learn it from Yosef and Yaakov? The Yerushalmi says the Eilam made them in Kodim Atentayr. That the reason is because you can't learn from Kodim Atentayr. So Al Kapanu, we have a halach over here that says that you can't learn from Kodim Atentayr. So how could you learn Nois and Lebesul Yud Beis Chaydish Mishatav Abal L'Chayr? What happened to this Indian that you can't learn from Kodim Atentayr? L'Fida Pnei Yeshua, it's Bashit. L'Fida Pnei Yeshua. We're not learning a halach. We're not saying necessarily the halach as much, but what we're learning because Fakir that holds of the didn't even conform. It didn't comply with the halach. All we're saying is that there's a concept. There's such an Indian of Nois and Lebesul Yud Beis Chaydish. Therefore, even though she was 14 years old, she could be there wasn't even a Kedushan, it's Koydem Matan Torah, but this has nothing to do with the halachas of Ein Lameidem Mikoydem Matan Torah. But I want to segue into one more Ha'ara, and that is, as it relates to that Toysus that we just mentioned, and that is Ein Lameidem Mikoydem Matan Torah. And the Chura, our Gemara seems to be a little bit of an Ara on that. Because in our Gemara, we're learning the Allah of Nois and Lebesulu Yud Beis Chaydish Meshitav Abal from Rivka, which was Kaidim Atentaira. So I saw a beautiful Teretz, a Teretz Nifla from Rabbi David Yoel Weishlita. It's in his Sefer Megadim Chadashim, a Mesechtis Mayit Katan, Davchesam Ibis. So what does this sugya have to do with my cotton davchesam ebeis? So in my cotton davchesam ebeis, it's a very very famous toisus. Toisus over there is discussing the sugya of the daf, which is the halach of eim arvin simcha besimcha. The Gemara says, how do you know eim arvin simcha besimcha? So the Gemara says we learned it from Shleim Melech. Right, Shleim Melech made a big party, seven days and seven days. It was Sukkot time, little daver beitai. But it's from that that we learned the halacha of eim arvin simcha besimcha. But Toisus brings you Yerushalmi that Yerushalmi learns eim arvin. From somewhere else. We learned it from Yaakov Avinu. Yaakov Avinu worked seven years to marry Rachel. And then ultimately, his Shver, the Ramai, gave him Leah. And he said, What's going on over here? So they made a deal. Work another seven years, and I'll give you Rachel. But the Pasik says, Wait seven days, and not the seven days. Then afterwards, you'll marry. Why do you have to wait seven days? Why couldn't you just marry Rachel right away? Oh, the terrorist is because ain't Marvin Simcha Basimcha, because he was involved now in the Simcha of the Shever Brachas of Leah. So he had to wait seven days, and only afterwards was he able to marry Rachel. It was based on the concept of Ein Ma'arvin Simcha B'Simcha. Toysus quotes this, B'Shem De Yerushalmi, this is the source to Ein Ma'arvin Simcha B'Simcha. And all the Achronim, every Achron in the world asks to steer between, not two Toysus, and really two Yerushalmis. Toysus, and my cotton chesam and base quotes to Yerushalmi that we can learn Ein Ma'arvin Simcha B'Simcha from Kaidamat and Torah. And then we have a Toysus, and my cotton, Dafcha from Aleph, 
where Tosfos says he can't learn Avelus from Yosef and Yaakov. Why not? Because of Ein Ma'arv and Simcha Simcha. So when we learn Mesechtis Ma'ikotan, we said over a teretz niflin not shayach mamish from the Chsam Soifer. Where the Chsam Soifer said a whole teretz ayin sham, the side of it was is that could be really you could learn from Kedem and Torah. And the whole Yerushalmi that says that you can't learn from Kedem and Torah was dafka by Avelos. And the reason is because the Pasuk says, Banamatam Lashem Lekechem Loisus Goydudu, Veloisusimu Karcha Ben Enechem Lameset. All the Rishonim and Chumash say that what does Banamatam Lashem Lekechem have to do with the love of Loisus Goydudu? So the Rishonim say it's like a hakdama that because you're bottom Lashem Elokeichem, therefore Loisus Goydudu, you have to, you have to be memayit your Avelos. Right, the pagans they used to do crazy things when people died. A yid doesn't do that because Bonamatam Lashem Elokeichem, because he has a muna, he understands and Asharas Hanefesh, he has a tat and shemayim, whatever the pshat is. But Bonamatam Lashem Elokeichem is mechayiv a miut of Avelus. So the Chassam Soifer said that Avelus you can't learn from Kodemat and Torah. Because Kaidama and Torah we weren't bonum yet Lashem Alakechem. But once the Torah was given, we became Bonam Lashem Alakechem, could be then the whole Hilchas Avelus changed. Because Bonam Atam Lashem Alakechem, Loisus Kaidu, Loisusimu Karchabin, and Echel Lois. That's the Chsam Soifis Teretz. But the Magadim Chadashim, he brings a different Teretz to this Kasha. A Teretz from the base Yitzchak, Rabbi Yitzchak Shmelkish, which is in Evan Ezer, it's Chelek Galif, it's Simon Hay. He says something beautiful. He said that the mitzvah Puruvu is a very, very unique mitzvah in that it's one of the only mitzvahs in the Torah that were given, the other one is the mitzvah of Gidanosha. But the mitzvah of Puruvu was stated, that's where you have the mitzvah, it's in Parashas Breshis, it's again in Parashas Noyach. But there's no posik anywhere that says a mitzvah of Puruvu. There's a reference to it the Gemara points this out in Sanhedrin and Testament base, Shuvu Lochem Loyolechem, which is a little Puravu dig. But the mitzvah Puravu was said Kaidim Matan Torah, and it wasn't Nishnas Besinai. So said the Beis Yitzchak, a Gavaldi Gesvara. He said that it could be that this, that you can learn from Kaidim Matan Torah, that's Negeya mitzvahs that were said Laacha Matan Torah. But any mitzvah, with the whole mitzvah, all we have it, is Kaidamat and Torah, then you can learn even from Kaidamat and Torah. Because Balkarchach, the mitzvah, is here to teach you the halachis, and I only know about it from the Kaidamat and Torah, so over there it's going to be Lemaidin mi Kaidamat and Torah. So a mitzvah that was Nemra, Kaidamat and Torah, Veloy Nishnis Laachamat and Torah, a Zasar mitzvah you would be able to learn from. That's what the Beis Yitzchak said. So he said, Gavaldik, he said that it's true. The Yerushalmi says, Taisus quotes it in Maikan Chafam and Aleph, that you can learn from Kaidamat and Torah. That's true for all mitzvahs, but the mitzvah Puravu, being that it was something that was Nemra, so that's an exception to the rule, and that's something that you can learn out from, even if you're learning from Kaidamat and Torah. So, based on that, said the Beis Yitzchak, that's a Teres Ataisus Kasha, because Malish Fuazois, we were handling marriage. That's what's going on over there. And being that we're learning marriage over there, it's something that's a Heksha for Puruvu, it's related to the Mitzvah Puruvu, it's related to the Mitzvah Puruvu. So, for that reason, that's something that you would be able to learn out, even though it's something that's Kaidamat and Torah. As opposed to Avelus, which has nothing to do with Puravu. So Avelus is something that you wouldn't be able to learn out from Kaidamat and Torah. Said the Beis Yitzchak, that based on this, you can answer another kasha. We know that Allah is that if a couple's married for 10 years and they don't have any children, so Medina the Mishnah, Medina the Gemara, Kaifen because he has a mitzvah or Puravu. How do we know that? Where does the number 10 years come from? It's learned out from Avram and Sarah. 
But that's where it's learned out from. That's what we know. If you go to Eretz Yisrael, it's different because that's what Avram and Sarah did. So it's learned out from Avram and Sarah. How could you learn the halacha from Kaidama and Taira? Isn't that the Yerushalmi? The Yerushalmi says you can't learn from Kaidama and Taira. So how could you learn that halacha? You have to say because it was Puravu. That was Mamish Puravu. And because it was Puravu, it's for that reason you would be able to learn out from Kaidama and Taira. says that with this you can answer another kasha. The Gemara says in Tainus Taf Yud Aleph that you're not allowed to be Meshamish Mitasai B'Shnasra Oven. That during a hunger, you're not allowed to be Meshamish Mitasai. However, a Chasuche Bonim, someone doesn't have any children, he's someone that is allowed to. And how do we know that? We learn it from Yosef and Yechevet, right? That's the whole sugi over there in Tainus Taf Yud Aleph Omer Aleph. Right there, it's Kaidim Ma'an Torah. I think you're not allowed to learn out from Kaidim Ma'an Torah. What happened to Elam Edom in Kaidim Ma'an Torah? Oh, the Teretz is we're learning out Halachas and Tashmash Amito. And because we're learning Halachas and Tashmash Amito, so it's for that reason. You'd be able to learn from there. Zokt Reb David Yoyalweis in my Cotton Chesam and Beis that Lafida Beis Yitzchak who explained the Yerushalmi that Taisa brings in my Cotton Chesam and Beis a Marvin Simcha B'Simcha Kaidem Matan Torah and explained the Gemara in Yevamah Samach Talud Amad Aleph that if someone's married for ten years Kaifin Esishtoi Kaidem Matan Torah and he explained the Gemara Tainus Yud Aleph Amad Aleph which discusses being Meshamish Mitasi B'Shnasra Avon that's all Kaidem Matan Torah based on the fact that Puravu is different that's the Teretz to Ksubas Nun Zayin Amad Beis Noisin LeBesulu Yud Beis Chaydish Mishutav Abal where do we learn it from? We learned it from Yitzchak and Rivka. Ayu was kaidem at entire. Yeah, but we're talking about marriage. Marriage is puravu, right? The whole mitzvah of marriage is a hechsha mitzvah puravu. Ayin ran in the beginning of Parakish Mekadosh. We're dealing with marriage. Oh, because we're dealing with marriage. So over there it's puravu. I mean that it's puravu. Over here it's going to be different. Zokrav David Yoyawais, Lafizeh, you can answer another kasha. We quoted the Taisis before. In Ksubas Dav Zayin base. we learned now Pirchas Erisin from where? From Rivka, Vayavarcho as Rivka. How can you learn Brichas Eresin from Rivka? It was Kaidamat and Torah. Doesn't the Yerushalmi say you can't learn anything from Kaidamat and Torah? When the Torah says it's true, but it's Puravu, we're dealing with marriage. Marriage is a mitzvah, a hechsha mitzvah Puravu. I mean that it's Puravu, so over there it's going to be different. Zokrab David Yoyalwais, with this you can answer even another kasha. The Gemara says in Yavamis Mem Gimel Amenal, there's Allah of Havchana. Right, what's Afghana? If a woman is married, she has to wait three months before she gets married. It doesn't matter what happened. She has to wait three months before she gets married again. Why? Because we're afraid she's going to have a child and there's going to be, uh, we're not going to know who the father is. The Gemara brings two Makaris over there. One of the Makaris is a Pasuk in Parashas Lach Lecha. The Pasuk says, We're learning it from Kaidamat and Torah. We're learning it from Parashas Lach Lecha. The Torah says, what's Afghan? It's marriage. Marriage is a Heksha Mitzvah for Puravu. And when we're dealing Puravu, being that the whole Mitzvah was never Kaidamat and Torah, wasn't Nishas Lach and Torah. So over there it's going to be different. Over there it's something that you are going to be able to learn. So Rabbi Yitzchak Shmelkis answered three kashas based on this Yisait. How you can learn Eima Arvin Simcha B'Simcha from Kaidamat and Torah. Sha'ima Yud Shonim didn't have a child. How you can learn that from Kaidamat and Torah. The concept of not being Mishamish Mitasei B'Shnasra Oven from Kaidmat and Torah. And Rabbi David Yahweh answered another three kashas with the same exact Yisai. Noisin Lebesul Yud Beis Chaydish Mishatav Abal Ayis Kaidmat and Torah. Pirchas Erisin Toysis Ksubas Davzayin Amad Beis Mesach Tzkalo Ayus Kaidmat and Torah. And then the Halach of Havchana isn't that Kaidmat and Torah? The Teretz is all the same Teretz. It's Puravu. And Puravu you can learn from Kaidmat and Torah. I think with this you can answer a few other kashas. The Yushalmi says, what's the Makar to Sheva Brachas? How do you know Sheva Brachas? Forget Eimar and Sibchav Sibchav. How do you know Sheva Brachas? Malu Yishvu Azais. Ayitz Kaidamat and Torah. Torah says it's Puravu. Puravu you can learn out from. It's something you can learn out from Kaidamat and Torah. The Pasuk says that after the deal was decided that Rivka was going to be the, the Kala. So, let's call the Naira, let's ask her what she wants. It's like Rashi, quoting a Bracious Rabbah. 
It's Kaid Mantair. How can you learn out of halacha from Kaid Mantair? Teretz says we're dealing with marriage over here. And because we're dealing with marriage, therefore you can learn out from Kaid Mantair. You know, there's a Toysfis in Kedushan, Dachnun Beis Amabes. Fest the Toysfis, Beis Hashem. We'll get to that soon. Spoke about this many years ago, where Tais brings Rabbeinu Tam a whole schmooze. Whether if there's a, a man that has two daughters, one is older and the other one is younger, is he allowed to allow his younger daughter to get married before the older daughter? What's the tzad not? And it's a pasuk in the Torah that maybe it's not okay. Now the shail is you're bringing me a, a raya from Lavan. I mean, Lavan was in the geshaft of driving people crazy because he said this doesn't mean this is the way it is. Good, it's a toisvus in kedushin that nun days amir aleph. But let me ask you a question: How are you learning from Lavan? It was kaidemat and Torah. The teretz all the same teretz. The teretz says it was pruvu, and because it's pruvu, pruvu is something you'd be allowed to learn out from. So just to make a sikum, we have a kasha. What's the makar? It's learned out from Rivka. It's Kaidim Antaira. Doesn't Taisus bring you your Shalmi on the Avchafam and Aluf and Masechtes Ma'ikot that you can't learn from Kaidim Antaira? So you can't learn Dinei Avelus from from Yosef and Yaakov. I thought you can't learn Alachas from Kaidim Antaira. So the Pasha, the Teretz is the Pnei Yeshua. The Pnei Yeshua said that this whole Alach, anyways, doesn't really stem. The Teretz is it's a Gilu Das Ba'alma. We're just trying to see, you see from here that there's, there's an Indian of needing a certain amount of time. Okay, so not learning a Halacha as much as we're learning a, a, a good Hanhaga. And if that's what it is that we're trying to learn, so even though it's Kaidim Antaira, the you'd be able to learn from it. Oh, but the emes is so donocha teretz. The teretz is with David Yoyewais's teretz and my cotton chesam at base and that is based on the Yisoyed of the Beis Yitzchak. Beis Yitzchak's Yisoyed is that Puravu, being that the whole mitzvah was given Kaid Matan Torah, said this is already an exception to the rule and over here you would be able to learn because the whole mitzvah was a Kaid Matan Torah the mitzvah of and based on that you could learn even the Prati Dina from different things that you find and different mices and uvdas that are related to Puravu. Is that a Gabaita Yisoyed? There seem to be nine rayas to this Yisait. Ain ma'arvin simcha v'simcha. Taisvis ma'ikotin chesam adeis is learned out from Malish Shvu Azais. Sha imay eser shanim and didn't have a child. It's a Gemara in Yuvam Esam Echtal Ramadal. If we learn it from Avram and Sarah, it's Kaidem Atantayra. Tashmish b'shnas ra'avin is a sugi in Tainis Daf Yeralaf Ramadal. It's learned out from Yosef. It was Kaidem Atantayra. Noisim b'sulu yud beis chaydish. Ksubas nun zayin amad alef. Hafchana. It's learned from a pasuk in lechlecha. Lias lechalei lokimul lezarecha acharecha. It's gemara yivamis daf mem gimel. Berchas erisin. Toisus ksubas daf zayin amad beis. Kosim asachtes kalav. Vayivarchu es rifko. What's going on over here? Hakidum berchas erisin from there. It was kaidem matan tayra. The Yushalmi says that the homekar to sheva brachas is the pasuk malish vuazoyis. That's yosef. That's Yaakov Avinu. How you learning sheva brachas from Yaakov Avinu? Ein masin ktana elamidaita. Rashi and chumish. A bracious rabba. We learn it from. Let's go ask Rivka. I thought it's Kaidim Antair. We learned a very big halacha. And Rabbeinu Tam's shmuz in Kedushan Dachman Beis Amad Aleph that if a father has a younger daughter, shouldn't skip over the older daughter as it relates to marrying her off because Lo Yeyasa came bim koimenu lasis at seiru lufnei abechira. We have a yisoid of the Yerushalmi. Einlo made him. It's like often quoted yisoid. Einlo made him in Kaidim Antair. Nine kashes. There must be one teretz, and this is the teretz. The teretz is the Beis Yitzchak, and that is Puravu is different because this was a mitzvah that was said dafka kaidem antayra wasn't chazed over after antayra, and it's for that reason it doesn't apply the rule of ein lemeida mikaidem antayra.